Hallelujah. Our Lord will do it again. He will continue to do it. Let's just keep trusting that God is still alive. God is still watching over us. He will continue to do it. And Father, this morning, even as we have gathered, it's all because of you. And your word that you always give to us. Your word that touches our lives. Such that we have nothing but to honor it and to honor you. We have nothing to do but to praise and to praise you alone. And continually, continually, let your word speak to us. Let us have comfort in your word. Let us be consoled in your word. Let us receive that assurance as your word comes forth. Let your word bring hope to us. Let your word enlighten our hearts. Father, speak to us this morning and receive your praise and honor. Father, we thank you and bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. This morning, I will like us to reflect on what I have titled The Testimony of the Gospel in My Life. The Testimony of the Gospel in My Life, in Your Life. The Testimony of the Gospel in My Life. I believe that more than ever, we have come to the point where we will continuously praise the Lord. Where wherever we are, we will lift up the name of the Most High God. Where wherever we are, it is God alone that we will honor and Him alone. This is possible if you and I have a testimony to His glory. And I believe that as we stay in His Word, as we stay in this Gospel, as we live by this Gospel, we'll have a testimony. In the Gospel there shall be a Word that will touch our situation. In the Gospel there will be a direction Oh, our friend Jesus Christ, as we lean on him, there will be a word of wisdom to us. We will have hope and we will never give up. Hallelujah. And I've been thinking of this topic because in recent times, when all these issues of the economic situation came up, you know, you hear comments, desperate ones on their various WhatsApp groups and associations to an extent that some want to take their lives. Because as they look at the situation, there is nothing. 
But I believe that you and I, if we can stay in this gospel, there shall be a testimony. No man, where we are now, no man can give you any hope. If I can't give my wife any hope. <laughs> and if I hear some marriages, some men are abandoning their responsibilities because of this economic situation. That is the reality. But if you and I know the Lord, if you and I believe in this gospel, lives will be different. This is not the time to give up. There should be no suicidal thoughts. No matter what we hear on the radio or in the atmosphere. There's a gospel for us. If we can stay with this gospel and lean on our friend Jesus Christ, our heads will be lifted up. It will be above the other people who don't know Jesus. That is why if you and I know Jesus, there has to be a testimony. Otherwise, we will come to the point where people begin to say, You've been going to church. What has come out of it? That is why I'm praying that as we go and as we come, week after week, there has to be a testimony. To show that we have a God. We have a friend. And that friend, even when I have five loaves, it will be a thousand or five thousand. That is the kind of testimony me I'm looking at. And that should be yours. Because where we are, no promise of man can take many people out of this situation. But God can enrich us and he will enrich us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 4 through to 7, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4 through to 7. It says, I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ, that in everything you are enriched by Him. Brethren, that in everything, in every situation, you and I will be enriched by God, our Lord Jesus Christ. That in every situation, you are enriched by Him. In all utterance and in all knowledge. Every knowledge that we need for every endeavor of our lives. When Christ comes in, that knowledge shall be superior. And with that kind of knowledge, our heads will be lifted up. Verse 6, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you. So as we go through all of this, my only testimony and your testimony should be that Christ made the difference. Because Christ 
crosses all crises. He alone can enrich you and I. He alone can give us knowledge so that we can come out of whatever situation. No man, no man, but I believe that Christ is more than able. Christ is more than able. And the situation in which we find ourselves, as I go through the scriptures, I see the example of Job, who virtually was brought to, as they would say, to ground zero. Because where we are now, when you talk to many people, it's zero. A few months, even October, even when they said they were using market value, whatever you had, you knew was something. But they say January is zero. I'm sure some people don't know what we are talking about. <laughs> and I'm not speaking in parables. <laughs> These are real life situations. Some of us have been brought to zero. But because of Christ. Zero. Because what you are saying is that. I mean, who holds a coupon and that coupon is zero? I mean, where does it happen? But the gospel says that. I can have a hundredfold. But man says it will be zero coupon. That is what I'm saying. Have a testimony in Christ. That is the only thing that will give you hope. Because for many of the people, before Xmas, they knew they had something. Even some of us had willed it to our children. <laughs> we have made a will for our wives and children that those properties, those bonds, we are willing it to them. But it's zero. I don't know why you should go and withdraw them from the courts. That their words are no more valid. <laughs> that is the reality. But that was the situation of Job. In Job chapter 1 verse 3. You look at the estate of Job at that time. His substance was also 7,000 sheep. 3,000 camels. 500 yoke of oxen. Let me stay on that one alone. That means tractors. He had 500 tractors. Is there any man in this room who has two or three tractors? He had 500 tractors. Was brought down to zero. But Job didn't give up on God. He didn't give up on God. That is what I'm saying this morning. With all that we are going through, let's strive to have a testimony that Christ will touch our lives and change our situations. That is the only hope. And that is the only reality. It's only Christ 
no man can make any difference. It's only Christ that can change this situation. He was a man of substance. And brethren, this morning we are talking about many senior citizens and elders, people of substance and reputation, who have just woken up and have been told that you are not receiving anything. Job was in that situation. Already those who bills matured in January, it's zero. Some cannot buy their medications. Are you going to give up on God? I'm sure that if you are not careful, a time will come when you tell your children, let's go to church. And nothing has been on the table. He asks you, okay, then we're sorry. But let's not get there for us to be tempted even in our walk with God. That is why you and I must have a testimony that this is what God is doing in our lives. In the midst of all of this, let our wives and husbands and their children know that there is a friend like Jesus who is making the difference in our lives. Otherwise, even coming to church, even serving God, may become a problem for some people. They ask you, where is your God? But we shouldn't get there. That is why I pray that every true believer will have a testimony where our Lord Jesus Christ will turn our situation around and not any man. It is possible. That was the situation of Job. So in that same Job verse 14, verse 14, he was there with all the substance. And there came a messenger. I'm sure you know the preceding, ver- unto, preceding verses. There came a messenger unto Job and said, The oxen were plowing, the axes feeding beside them. Verse 15. And the Serbians fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Verse 16, as if that was not enough. It says, while he was yet speaking, he had not even finished recounting what had happened. While he was yet speaking, there came also another. Again, for those who have gone through it, you know, from 2018 to 2021, funds and investments. They say they've locked them with a certain key. So there was no interest. You remember? Now they released it. Late 2021. You were in jail for 2022. And whilst you are here speaking, came another also that in 2023, it is zero. Verse 17. Whilst he was here speaking, there came another also. Another disaster. Verse 18. While he was here speaking, what would you have done? But 
in the verse 20. In the verse 20. Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped. Brethren, is it possible? That is the reality. And I'm sure many people can identify what I'm saying. When the funds were locked up, it never accrued any interest. You were given only your principal. Thank God we even got the principal. <laughs> Some don't know what we are talking about. <laughs> you get the principal after one year, the following year is zero. Uncle Atu. Zero. And I'm talking about men of reputation. Amma, if I come to you begging for money, you will ask me, how about I don't know <laughs> Because you don't expect me to come and beg. But that is the reality. And in the midst of this, what did Job do? He worshipped God. In the midst of this, is it because I always tell my wife, me, when I want to walk up with the rest are coming to you. <laughs> but I, but I'm afraid, they are coming to you. And if I become like Job, where are we going? But we'll continue to worship God. Thank God we have a God. Thank God we have a God. Who has seen us through? Our sharing of brethren this morning. When the funds were locked up, I have two children at university. And the monies were supposed to be used for paying school fees. But the monies never came. But they have graduated. That is why I'm saying, with this track record of my God, this zero... They say their coupon is zero. I'm expecting a hundredfold. I don't know what your faith, the faith you are working with. I came to challenge you this morning. We have a friend in Jesus. Let's stick to that friend. I'm holding on to him. I'm saying I'm not taking zero. I'm taking hundred. And this is the real test of our faith. And Christ in Luke 18, 8 said, Will he find faith when he comes back? Let Christ come and find your faith still high in him. This is not a time to give up on the Almighty God. He said, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. When Christ comes, let himself still find you in the house of God. Because if he knew that it was the Lord Jesus Christ, it was the almighty God, who gave whatever you have to you, what has gone away 
So long as this God is still there and his resources has not run out, there shall be restoration. We shall live. You know, I was telling some people in this situation, some are saying, Yew, meaning we Metiasio, Minguyo, Metiasio, Minguyo, Obintuasu, Mami. Who else will be one? Minguy. I'm not joining any chorus to say that we are dead. That is the reality. But I won't join those who are saying we are dead. Because like I'm saying, Christ did it. He's done it before. And I know he will do it. That is what I'm saying. Let there be a testimony that Christ is still my friend and is still your friend. And no matter what we are going through, even if there are five loaves, it won't run out. It will not run out. If the bills have to be paid, Christ will give a direction. Christ. Let's look, I think it's Matthew seventeen twenty-seven. Also Matthew twenty-seven. Seventy. I mean, when you come to man and we are bent, we don't have any advice. What, will I, what can I tell you? Tributes have to be paid. Bills have to be paid. Matthew seventeen twenty-seven. Notwithstanding, lest we should offend them, Go to the sea, cast an hook, and take up the fish that first cometh. You know, we may be going running around certain places to look for solutions to settle certain bills. But when Christ gives the direction, It may not be night time. I'm sure those who go fishing tell you it's in the night that they will get fish. But when Christ comes in, even in the morning, he will say, Yeah, in sure now. And the first fish, when Christ tells you that the first fish is, is do we have a storehouse, a treasury in the fish? But when Christ speaks, there will be a treasury. There will be a bank in that fish. He says, the first fish, catch it. And when the house opens, don't cut the middle. Just open the mouth. Follow the directions of Christ. And you will find a piece of money. That take and give unto them for me and thee. If only we will stay in the gospel. 
when the time comes, you don't know where the, it will come from. But he will tell you, go to the sea. He will direct you where to go. And when you go to that place, there will be a solution. This morning, somebody asked me, so where can we invest? It's really what Christ has said. <laughs> no investment banker can tell you where. But when Christ tells you, you know, somebody was saying, but in properties, even the land that you are buying, how many people have even been sold to? But when Christ points a certain place to you, it is risk-free. When we all learn some little economics, we were taught that treasury bills and government instruments are risk-free. Today, all those textbooks, as far as they apply to Ghana, there has to be a new edition. That in this part of the world, it doesn't work. But when Christ is in it, where you least expect to find a solution, that is where the solution will come from. That is where the solution will come from. So this is not the time to give up on God. In Malachi chapter 3, verses 10 and 11, I'm sure many people have said, but we were paying our tithes. Faithfully, we read in the word of God that bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. The people brought them. There was meat. Verse 11. Let's go to the verse 11. So, and the word of God taught us that he will rebuke the devourer. This devourer, where is it coming from? This devourer, where is it coming from? But I also know that in the gospel, whatever it is that has a name, will bow to the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Whoever that devourer is, whatever that devourer is, just wait patiently on the Lord. There shall be restoration. It's because whatever God has said concerning you and I, nothing can change it. Unless we ourselves misbehave and God takes his cover from us. But as we faithfully serve him and walk in that righteousness, whatever God has said concerning you, it will come to pass. It will come to pass. So back to the situation of Job. Let's go back to Job chapter 1 verse 21. Job 1 21. And he said, Naked I came out of my mother's womb. And naked I shall return. And I'm sure all this season is giving all of us lessons. That life doesn't consist of our possessions. And what did Job do? And the Lord have taken away. And he even blessed the name of the Lord. 
verse 22. In all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. We all need to be careful that what we are going through is not the time to even make any utterances or anything that will bring us into confrontation with the Almighty God. Let's just wait patiently on Him. He will do it. Because I believe that God sits up there. He hears your cry. There is nothing that is going that cry doesn't know. Our Heavenly Father knows what is going on. And in Matthew 6 from 31 to 32, it tells even the lily, the plants. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6 verse 31. Therefore, take no thought. You know, people are taking thought and someone to commit suicide. Let's not get there. Say, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or whither shall we be clothed? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. But I think the preceding verse says that, let's go to maybe the verse 30. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the heaven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? So Christ is saying, even the grass, he takes care of them. We are more than grass. We were made in his image. That is why I believe that no matter what happens, as God sits up there, your situation, he will touch it. He will touch your situation. And I'm saying so confidently because he has done it before. And once he has done it, and everything that God says, he completes it. Have faith. Trust in the Lord that he will do it. He will do it. And as we sang, we'll continue to praise him and to honor him. So even the hymn that we took this morning, it says, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit in Him will not miss our peace. Oh, what needless pain we bear. He will bear everything for us. All because we don't need to carry. You don't need to give up on life. Everything to God in prayer. The verse 2. Have we tried and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? There's trouble anywhere. But God is not troubled. <laughs> Our friend Jesus is not troubled. So he gives us the assurance we should never be discouraged. Never be discouraged. 
take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful? Like I've said, he has proved it that he is faithful. Who will share all our sorrows? He will. Oh, and listen to this part. Jesus knows our every weakness. He knows all. Whatever it is that has been shut, He alone has the keys to open it. We'll take it to the Lord in prayer. And we'll have testimony. This gospel that we have, if only we'll believe it, we'll have a testimony of the Lord Jesus. Are we weak and heavy laden? Come back with a load of care. The precious Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, He is still our refuge. There's nowhere else to hide. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do the friends despise thee? They may have despised you. They must have said a few months ago, you said you were this. They may even forsake us. But my friend Jesus, your friend Jesus, will never despise you. He will never forsake us. Take it to the Lord in prayer. In his arms, he will take us. His my shield is your shield. In him, will find solace. What a friend we have in Jesus. Shall we rise as we take this hymn again? And let's sing it with faith that no matter what we are going through, we have a friend Anywhere, we 
forsake us when that is the friend that you and I have and because of him you and I will have a testimony we'll have a testimony never be ashamed of Christ never be ashamed of Jesus he is that friend that will lift our heads above what we are seeing around. He is so faithful. He will do it for us. He will do it for us. So Father, continue to show forth your power in our lives. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. I would like us to make one prayer request to the Lord. Isn't it possible for our external creditors to say they've cancelled our loans? Is it not possible? Let's cry to the Lord. Whether it's the Paris Club, whether it's the IMF, the multilateral agencies. Father, we come to you. That merciful God, merciful God, touch the hearts of these creditors. That your children are crying. 
children are wailing. Men and women are not sleeping. Father, you have all the power to touch the hearts of these people. And as you touch them by a stroke of pen, it can be said that these loans, these external debts are cancelled. And if you believe that God can do it, this pain will go down. And I believe that can be one of ways God will bring us a solution as we trust in Him. Father, I will bring this matter before you. It's gone beyond us. Intervene. Father, intervene. Lord, intervene. Touch the hearts. And let's wake up one morning and put gladness in our hearts. It's possible. You've done it before. When we went through the hippie, you did it before. Father, do it once again. And let us have some relief in the name of Jesus. Amen.